You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. What's up, my friends? Welcome back to another episode of the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. What are we talking about today? Well, we had the Derek Chauvin uh, trial verdict. Guilty, guilty, guilty. You happened yesterday. All the police departments across the United States, they have been preparing for this day. It came and went quickly. And when I saw, I, I, I was waiting for, I mean, we knew it could be a matter of a day or maybe weeks, depending on how things went. But man, when they came back with that verdict so quick, you just knew it was guilty, guilty, guilty. All right, so on to the appeals process there, right? Chauvin's in uh, jail in security lockup because otherwise he's just going to get torn apart by the other inmates. Um, and so waiting for the appeals process. In the meantime, we did have some of our peaceful protesters do some things that weren't quite so peaceful. Antifa makes bad move attacking a cop in Portland. Portland's always got, they've always got the stories. There's just so much nonsense going on in Portland. It's crazy. I mean, they're trying to work their way out of, you know, a pandemic where they closed down a lot of businesses. Businesses have been just, you know, the windows bashed in, insurance companies aren't insuring in Portland, you know, or they're, they're down to a few insurance company carriers for these, uh, these businesses. I talk about that stuff a lot because it's important. Seattle Real Estate Podcast, we support local business, we small, support small business, and we restore, uh, we uh, report on stuff that has to do with real estate. This is one of those things. It's impacting the downtown core of Portland. We're going to talk about it. All right. So before we get in, if you're new here, thanks for joining. My name is Sean Reynolds. I own a couple of real estate companies, and I read the news that hopefully you want to hear. That's why you tuned in. All right. This is from Red State. Um, the verdict came in on the trial of Derek Chauvin yesterday. He was found guilty in all three counts in the death of George Floyd. But Black Lives Matter and Antifa folks who claimed that they had been marching for justice, in quotes, were still not happy, with many of them calling for the elimination of policing completely. I just did a podcast on um, just minutes ago talking about the changes that the Seattle Police Department is implementing since George Floyd, kind of what they're going through. You can check that out. That should be out about the same time that this podcast is out. Um, But yeah, there's changes happening because I think the police departments are recognizing, okay, based on this, this, and this, we got to change our approaches here, here, and here. And I think they're doing what people are asking them to do, which is basically, and I hate to say it, but reimagine and rethink some of their policies and maybe dial in and hone in a little further so that when these issues come up down the road, the police are on the right side of, uh, of what should be done. Okay, so continuing on here in Portland, they proved with their actions, we're talking about peaceful protesters now, they proved with their actions, once again, how much policing is in fact needed. What? We can't eliminate the police entirely. And my whole point to recording that, uh, to talking about recording that podcast was that I talked about podcast about Seattle police and how they're making changes relative to since what's happened with not only the George Floyd incident, but also with the protests that have happened is that, um, you know, the people wanting to eliminate the police entirely. All right. And I've thrown out there, 
let's have the purge for like six months. You know, the purge, the movie where there's just anything goes, there's no law for what a 24 hour period, something like that. Let's make it six months and just see how that social experiment works out. Let's give them what they want. And let's just see how it goes. No police. Okay. How do you think that would go? How do you think listener and re- and watcher, viewer, watcher, that sounds weird, viewer of the Seattle Real Estate Podcast, how do you think it would go with no police presence for six months? What do you think our society would look like at the end of that six-month period? Oh, that would be interesting, right? I mean, that would that would be something else. I wouldn't want to be there. I'd want to be far away in another country where there are police. That's where I would want to be. Maybe build a big concrete, uh, you know, something along the lines of what's around the Seattle Police Department right now, but much higher. It only the concrete wall that's around the Seattle Police Department only goes up maybe waist height, maybe maybe a little bit higher. I can't remember. I should look at some of my videos. Um, But I would want that like, you know, build a wall, build a wall around my house so I could leave it. You know, people have to, um, you know, helicopter onto my house to destroy it, something like that. Um, and, and I'm completely jesting because that would never happen. But they're literally talking about elimination of policing completely. All right. So we get rid of them. Who do we put in there? Do we put in some social workers? All right. Let's see how that goes. Let's see how that goes. No, I don't think so. And most of you guys out there, you're like, yeah, I don't agree with that either. That doesn't seem like a reasonable thing to do. In Portland, they proved their actions. Once again, how much policing is in fact needed? They called for rage, no matter what the verdict turned out to be yesterday. Here's from Andy No. Here's a tweet from Andy No. Black Lives Matter, Antifa in Portland promises violence no matter what the verdict is in the Chauvin trial. This should make it clear that these months of riots have never been about justice, but rather it's an excuse to be violent and destructive without consequence. So what Andy No is saying. I, you know, when you look at the, you look at what goes on, got to agree. Yep. Just got a bunch of violence and rioting and destruction, destruction of business, tagging, graffiti, destruction of uh, statues, bashing in windows, looting stores, that kind of stuff that happened. That's happened. And yet it's, you know, it's claimed to be in the name of, of social justice. I don't know. I'm having a tough time putting those two together. So here's a, here is an advertisement for what happened yesterday. No matter what the verdict is, we go hard for George Floyd, meaning either way, we're going to get out there and we're going to do a direct action protest, right? Chapman Square, 3 p.m., Woodlawn Park, 8 p.m. That's what they're talking about. Talk about meeting up there. No streamers, right? No streamers. Nobody streaming because we don't want recordings, video recordings of our activity. How come? Oh, because they're doing illegal stuff. They're doing stuff that breaks the law. No peace police. They don't want anybody that, you know, citizens that are there that are saying for them not to do the illegal stuff. Just rage. That is the last line, literally. Just bring your rage. That's what this is. Don't shoot Portland has our backs. Have the NLG number on you. I don't know what that is. Stay with a buddy. You have the right to protest. You do have the right to protest peacefully. You have the First Amendment right 
to do so. But when you bring just rage, and we all know what that means, means they're going to get after it, I'm going to bash some windows, they're going to rile things up. Portland police. Um, here's an, another thing that was sent out an advertisement, block up, meaning black block, meaning wear all black, so you can't be identified. No cameras, they don't want any recordings of this. Be water, be fluid, be willing to move with the situation. Tonight tonight and tomorrow, 420 and 421 at 7pm at the IJC. Standby protest called for by a black woman and PDX local. Interesting called for by a black woman and PDX local. We got the verdict. Now George Floyd can rest in peace. But we can't forget about the others celebration of George life and all out for Dante Wright. That is the advertisement. And here's the article it goes on to say called for by a black woman. She has no name, not even an anonymous name. She's just a black woman. That's literally what's on the ad. A large group of Antifa assembled after the verdict and went about smashing up business. Portland police tweeted out at 951, a large group has been walking downtown and is breaking windows at local businesses. Okay. Is this new? No, it's not. But we used to refer to this as peaceful protesting. And now we just call it what it is breaking windows. Our Eric Patterson from KGW vandalism again to a downtown Portland Starbucks coffee shop graffiti and broken windows around the city last night. Portland police, there's been some vandalism tonight and arrests have been made. This is damage to a coffee shop at Southwest 4th Avenue and Southwest Morrison Street. You've got an A with a circle around it for anarchy. Jenny Young tweets out Starbucks at 4th and Morrison. Yeah, bashed out window. Antifa had shown the night before just how much they cared about black lives when they smashed up the windows and the doors of the Boys and Girls Club in Northeast Portland causing $20,000 in damage to the charitable institution that provides services for mostly black and Hispanic kids and their families. Okay, let's talk about this for a second, just a split second. Do we even need to? This is so ridiculous. So ridiculous. The Blazers Boys and Girls Club. Looking at a picture, it is bashed out some windows, bashed out a door. Nothing says social justice like beating on the Boys and Girls Club that, <laughs> that provides services for mostly black and Hispanic kids. We're not thinking this through correctly, are we? No, no, we never have. This is, this is literally the insanity that's happening in Portland. I mean, it, you just, you literally can't make this up. It's like, how did you, and, the, the account that I read of this is that the people that did this damage to the Boys and Girls Club, they were thrown out of the group. The group actually said internally, oh my gosh, what are you, what are you doing? Even internally, they knew that bashing out windows and the door in the Boys and Girls Club was wrong. And the individuals did get arrested that did that. I mean, that the Boys and Girls Club, I throw that in there with don't bash in windows on a church. Um, the whole museum thing to me is off limits. Just don't do that. And that's so disrespectful. You want to go up against the federal buildings? Okay, at least they've got fed, feds to protect them, right? Send in the feds. I think you should.
I think we should send in the feds willy-nilly to quell this kind of stuff. But, you know, we've got to have law and order because this is a society that we live in, one in which bashing out the windows on the Boys and Girls Club seems to be a good idea, and so we do it. Shocking. Shocking. My kids played a lot of basketball at the Boys and Girls Club here in Bellevue. A lot of basketball. I mean, it's just a it's a great institution. I mean, it, it just is. It's like a place where you go and you play some games and kids have activities and all that good stuff. But as they were smashing through the neighborhood on Tuesday night, the members of the group surrounded a police officer and got in a confrontation with him. An officer who was on a bike tried to get past one of them and moved him out of the way. The guy who was moved then sucker punched another one of the cops right in the face. That brought a lot of other officers in who came on the run, piling on the attacker. I'm guessing that made him decidedly an unhappy camper with all of those cops landing on him. <laughs> That's funny. Ah, probably. He was probably, you know, it was... um it was pile on the, the Antifa guy for the police. That's what they do. Because uh, you can't, punching a police officer, that is not an act of peace, is it? We're no longer peacefully protesting. We're no longer exercising our First Amendment rights, are we? And so you get the wrath of the police. What a mess. I mean, anybody who thinks punching a cop is a good idea, hmm you you might need to reconsider that thought. An officer is surrounded and punched in the face and ends up on the ground on his back with the suspect on top. This was a very dangerous situation. The subject was arrested. I watched the video of that. You can see that. It's not good. I mean, the, 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 the protesters, they're just, they're literally looking for a fight. The Antifa guy was arrested. Now, hopefully, the progressive district attorney actually gives him a real charge for assaulting the cop. Probably not. But he already found out that for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. And he didn't enjoy that reaction, meaning didn't enjoy having the cops, you know, pile on him. But that is what happens when you punch a cop. They're just not going to let that go. That's a no go. And that's an okay no go in my book as well. All right. We're going to read a second article here because it's got some slightly different stuff. Police declare unlawful assembly in downtown Portland, make two arrests hours after the Derek Chauvin verdict. And we, we knew some of this was coming if they would have had one not guilty uh, verdict out of the three. I think we would have seen a ton more of this, a ton more of this. And we still could. We're not past the appeals process. We're going to appeal some of the stuff that, you know, one of our Democratic leaders in the capital and the nation's capital said yesterday, Ooh, not good. Keep your mouth shut. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Um, just, you can't just mouth off and say ridiculous stuff. Even if you're, you know, one of our major leaders, people are going to be like, Oh, Hey, huh? What? What did you say? I'm sorry. I thought I misunderstood you there. Because that can be used in, you know, the appeals process. Any of this stuff can. I don't know. Pretty crazy. You think that'll be brought up? Yeah, it's already been brought up once, right? I mean, the defense attorney already brought that up, looking for a mistrial. 
I think that's how that went, right? Okay, so let's re let's get into this one and, and see. I'm looking at a window that's been bashed out. Yet another window with ACAB. All cops are bad, but it's not bad. It's illegitimate. Uh, son. Uh, Portland police declared an unlawful assembly and made two arrests in downtown Portland Tuesday night, responding to a protest hours after Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin was found guilty of uh, George Floyd death. Minutes before 9 p.m., the Portland Police Bureau said around 100 people had gathered at Chapman Square Park across the street from the Justice Center for a planned demonstration. This is where they burned the statues and it just destroyed um, the public restrooms there. It's just a mess. That's what's going on there. Police said a dumpster fire was started near the area and was put out by a community member. As I remember from being down there last summer, the dumpsters are located on the, I guess it would be the northwest, northeastern, yes, northeastern end of the park. There's some dumpsters right there. Um, it's r very near to where I watched a bunch of people milling around last summer. This was after they were tearing down the, the heavy-duty metal cyclone fence outside of the federal building. This was during the time of when uh, it was purported by the media that the uh, feds were just willy-nilly sweeping people off the streets and you know taking them and abducting them and violating their civil rights and all kinds of stuff. No, that didn't happen at all. I went down there to see what was going on. And... Um, so I watched a young man calmly walk out on the street. And this is probably, I don't know, nine or 10 o'clock at night, walked out in the street, and there's a camera up on a telephone pole, a power pole, something like that. Uh, my utilities pole identification obviously needs some work. But there's, you know, there's security camera up there that's pointed down kind of gives a bird's eye view of what's going on. This kid walked out there, it's the it's night, it's dark, I'm guessing it's nine o'clock, 10 o'clock. This is July, I believe, walks out there, pulls up a, a rifle. It looked like an air rifle. And he starts, he's shooting paint, paint gun, shooting a paint gun at the camera. So there's no recorded, you know, camera. There's no recorded footage of this event. And everybody's just standing around. Ah, oh, this, this is just what you do. You know, you just, you know, that camera up there. We don't want that. We're just going to paintball it. Just shoot it full of paint can't record. And that's normal. That's considered normal for one of these events. I'm looking around and, and every, nobody says anything. The guy just walks out there, starts shooting, the, shooting at the camera, covers it with paint, doesn't destroy it, but you got a lot of paint on it. You can't, you can't record anything. That to me, was just like, okay, we are crossing a line here. This is no longer peaceful assembly and peaceful assembly had gone out long ago when they destroyed the uh, federal property surrounding the building. I mean, that was just, that's a free-for-all down there in Portland. So minutes, uh, uh, a dumpster fire was started near the area and was put out by a community member. Go, community member. Got out his bad fire extinguisher and put that fire out. Fire. Fire is always an implement used by these peaceful protesters, isn't it? Let's, let's burn stuff. And then tipping over the garbage cans, always a good one. At about 9.50 p.m., police said a large group had started marching and breaking windows of downtown businesses. Ugh. Okay, what's the point? I guess because we talk about it then, right? We talk about it. Police arrested 24-year-old Kenneth Harold for allegedly breaking and spray-painting the windows of a Starbucks near Southwest 4th Avenue and Morrison Street. Harold faces a charge of first-degree criminal mischief. Yeah, he'll get no time. 
causes thousands of dollars worth of damage. Videos from journalists at the scene show demonstrators clashing with the police as they made at least two arrests near Southwest 6th Avenue and Jefferson Street. One video shared by an Oregonian shares uh, shows a police officer push an individual talk about what we just just talked about. We had some focused blows in there and some pepper spray. The suspect in the assault, 36-year-old Randy Gray, was arrested and charges uh, faces charges of assaulting a public safety officer, fourth-degree assault, okay, harassment, second-degree disorderly conduct, and third-degree criminal mischief. He will walk on all of those. He will walk on all of those because Portland just isn't really doing much. If they don't, I will be shocked and I will read that entire I will read that entire podcast. I will say, I am wrong. Hey, look at this here. He actually got, because uh, that'll be a news story. If he actually gets prosecuted for this stuff, that'll be a legit news story. Because so many of these are just not, right? Video from journalists at the scene showed officers leaving the scene before 10.30 p.m. In a news release, police said the demonstrations began winding down by 11 p.m. People got to go home. They got, you know, when they're peacefully protesting, you know, they, 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 they're not in bed. So they got to get home and they got to get some beauty sleep for their next protest, right? Earlier on Tuesday, Mayor Ted Wheeler declared a state of emergency for the city in anticipation in anticipation of unrest following the guilty verdict at Chauvin's trial. Um, police said that they would be ded dedicating extra resources to this demonstration, and they warned they may be slower to respond to lower priority calls. Two things here. I know a lot of agencies told their people to go home early yesterday. If you're in and around the downtown area, or if you are in and around a known protest zone, not a bad call to wrap up your day early. Why don't you do that? Why don't you just kind of go home? Let's work remotely this afternoon and tonight, because that's probably, that's probably the right call, right? Um, because we didn't know it was going to happen. And in the, in the end, not a lot happened, but this did happen. All right, so we got this. And then the whole issue uh, at the very end of this, police said they would be dedicating extra resources to this demonstration. So when they do that, and they are already wildly underfunded, they're undermanned in Portland. Um, and when that happens, people having real-life crimes happen to them, guess what happens? You may not have a response or you might have a slower response to lower priority calls, meaning kind of anything else going on except major stuff. Somebody gets shot, somebody gets uh, stabbed in those kind of things. Those will take priority, lower priority calls, property damage, you know, theft, any of those misdemeanor assault, any of that, you know, lower stuff that here in the city of Seattle, we've basically just said it's not a crime. Go ahead and do it. Um, Citizens of Portland are not going to have the coverage they normally would while this is going on. And we read this all the time. So you might say, hey, you know, these protesters, they have a right. It's their First Amendment right to go out and do this. Okay, but they've been doing it for 150 nights. And here are the consequences of their not so peaceful action. The citizens, uh, yeah, their, their city isn't, doesn't have coverage. Is that fair? I don't think so. I don't think you guys think so. I know I don't think so, but it's what we're doing. What's it going to take to get through this? Man, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's going to take some severe repercussions at some point in time from some political leaders to say enough. Enough is enough, folks. 
We know you're not peacefully protesting. You break one more window, we throw you in jail for six months. Along the lines of what Florida has done, they've ch- kind of changed up some of their some of their guidelines on peaceful protesting. They've dropped the hammer on some of that stuff. They're making it, uh, if you assault a police officer, uh, what is it, mandatory six months? I'm okay with that. Totally okay with that. This guy would go away to jail for six months. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with him cooling his jets in jail for six months. That's okay with me. Totally fine with that. I think Seattle should do that. I think uh, Portland should do that. But we are so not going to do that, I don't think. Because could you imagine? Oh, people be up in arms. What about our First Amendment rights? Okay. Yeah. So that's it for me on this one. So yep, a little bit of action in Portland and P-Town. We'll just have to see how this goes. We'll have to see moving forward. This weekend, I think you're going to see a bunch of protests because watching Tim Pool and he's like, yeah, you know what? These guys actually do have jobs and so they can't get out there necessarily late at night on a Tuesday. Today I'm reading this to you on a Wednesday. Let's go peacefully protest on a Tuesday night. God, that just sounds hard, doesn't it? Life is hard enough without doing that kind of stuff. And ah, maybe, you know, Mr. Boss, if I don't come in tomorrow, it's because I was peacefully protesting and I'm stuck in jail because of my peaceful protesting. Um, <laughs> you know, these guys got to go to work. And so next opportunity they might have to have a big group session is this weekend. So I will be watching particularly closely on this weekend. And we'll just have to see how this goes, see what comes up. But um I was pleased to see that there was as little protesting as there was because we just, you know, this the stuff, peaceful protesting, okay, violent rioting, not. That's it for me. You guys know how I feel. All right. Thanks again for being here. I'm going to go, I'm going to go do something else. All right. You guys take care. Thanks again for watching. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you on the next one. Bye for now. to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out.